0: This is Educate, a podcast from APM Reports. I'm Stephen Smith.
1: I remember having a black male teacher in first grade. I mean, I've never had one. Um, I think I've only had two.
0: These are students at Montgomery Blair High School in Silver Spring, Maryland, where senior producer Emily Hanford's son is an 11th grader. The audio comes from a student-produced video series, and what these kids are saying, that they never or rarely have black male teachers, echoes the experiences of kids in public schools across the country. Schools have been losing black teachers, especially in big cities. At a time when the student population in American public schools is more diverse than ever, the vast majority of teachers, 82 percent, are white. Reporter Christina Riesga wrote about the decline of black teachers and why it's happening, why it matters, in a recent issue of Mother Jones magazine. Our producer Emily Hanford spoke with Riesga and one of the teachers who was in her story. Emily began by asking Rizga why having black teachers matters, especially for students of color.
1: There's a growing body of research that I think makes it very clear that, you know, if we want to reduce our achievement gaps, if we want to raise the achievement of black students, uh, we really can't do that in a significant way without having black teachers in our classrooms. For example... In 2008, a study by uh, London School of Economics found that white teachers graded black and Latino students much more harshly for the same performance, and the researchers estimate that that accounted for about 22 percent of the achievement gap between white students and students of color. There was another study this year that, you know, gave us a little bit more of a sense for why that might be happening, um, and you know, they found that black teachers are much more likely than white teachers to think that a black student will graduate from high school or get a college degree. So they enter the room with very different expectations. Black teachers are also much less likely to discipline and punish black students, uh, especially black boys. And then there was also this year, there's um, another study that showed that black students are about half as likely to be put on gifted tracks, even when they have comparable test scores with white students.
2: So the overall pattern is that if we have a school system that has a relatively smaller proportion of black teachers compared to black students, that is contributing to some of the gaps that we see in outcomes between black students and white students. Absolutely. Let's bring in a teacher to talk about this. Uh, We have on the line with us Ishmael Jimenez, and he teaches uh, in Philadelphia. You teach African-American studies at Kensington Creative and Performing Arts High School. Do I have that right?
3: Yes, that's correct.
2: You were just listening as we were talking a little bit about the research on why black teachers matter. Can you tell us from your experience, first, as a black student growing up in school, first of all, did you have black teachers when you were growing up?
3: Uh no, I had no black teachers at all um growing up in uh any of my grades.
2: Wow. So thinking on that experience, both I guess maybe as a kid and now looking back as an adult, what do you take away from that? What what did that mean? What kind of an impact did that have on you? Do you have any specific examples?
3: Well, definitely. Um when I was in 4th grade, I was attending a school in Philadelphia surrounding suburbs, and I used to have like a stuttering problem. And uh, so I rose my hand one day to answer a question in the class, and I started stuttering. And the class started laughing at me, and the teachers, oh oh, don't don't mind him. That's how his people talk. So that was my earliest experience with a teacher. Um, there was another experience uh, later on in sixth grade where uh, it didn't happen to me, but it happened to a friend. Who was getting up to sharpen his pencil, and he supposedly didn't ask the teacher, and she said, you know, after then went back and forth, you know, just sit down, you stupid, you know, N word.
2: So, what kind of an impact does that did that have on you as a student?
3: I, I had a huge effect. Um, after that, uh, kind of my personal disciplinary problems started to happen, and uh, at that time, uh, it was already. Gone for me. I ended up graduating high school with a 1.6 GPA, but like my view of school was changed dramatically.
2: Do you think that if you had had black teachers in particular, that that would have made a difference for you?
3: Yeah, definitely in the sense of just having, you know, it's not it's not guaranteed that a black teacher would have deeper insight necessarily because they would have to kind of go through their own experiences. But for the most part, you know, growing up uh, in American society as black, you start to develop those concepts through your experiences to allow you to have a deeper understanding for the students that you're you're teaching and kind of like look at that kid as a kid and not necessarily as a threat or not necessarily as something that needs to be controlled. And I think that... Uh, Unfortunately, having the lack of black teachers kind of like leaves that that variable out.
2: Christina, I want to bring you in um, based on uh, the reporting that you did for the story. In your piece, you show us that there is a disproportionately small percentage of teachers in American schools are black and we've been losing black
1: teachers. And why is that? Uh, What I found is, you know, many of these departures... Come because Black teachers and Latino teachers uh, work in schools that educate high numbers, you know, of students who live in poverty, and those schools, also in our country, are the least funded schools. And with every year, uh, you know, since No Child Left Behind, it was the combination of sort of states and localities and the federal government, you know, slowly cutting funding for schools, especially uh, poor schools, and at the same time, you know, adding more and more unfunded mandates, you know. Uh, more, more testing, more scripted curriculum, more requirements in terms of what kind of data teachers need to produce, and so this this toxic combination between you know not providing supports and funding, and at the same time expecting uh, you know the same outcomes as schools that get a lot of times twice as much funding. So what you're saying is that we have conditions
2: in many inner city schools that would be tough on any teacher. And one of the reasons we may be seeing um, a higher turnover of black teachers is because black teachers and teachers of color are more likely to, if you look at the distribution of teachers, to be in those city schools. So it happens that the teachers of color in this country are more likely to go into the schools. That have the toughest conditions and the highest turnover rates.
1: Exactly. Because most of them will tell you the same thing that Ishmael uh, told us, you know, that they had a horrible experience in the school themselves. And they wanted to go to school to to do something different, you know, to be the kind of teacher that they wish they had themselves. And then they get there um, and you know, as soon as they get to low-performing schools, there's so much pressure to use scripted curriculum, gui- you know, pacing guides, testing, 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 and they find themselves in you know, in very difficult conditions in which they can't create the kind of learning environments that they wanted to create when what they wanted to be a teacher. And so they just, they, they burn out and, and, and they want to leave because they feel like the system is not allowing them to be the kind of teacher they always wanted to be.
2: Ishmael, let's bring you in here to talk about why you, when you see teachers leave, uh, why are they leaving, and is there something in particular um, that's that's causing Black teachers to leave, or are you seeing also that it's just conditions in general at the schools where Black teachers are teaching? Like, what's going on when people are giving up on this profession?
3: Generally speaking, I think for the teaching force overall, I think folks are leaving uh, partly because of uh, what Christina just described, but also um kind of the res- the respect that goes with teaching or historically has gone with teaching no longer really exists. So as professionals teachers are expected to kind of do what they're told in a sense of like a scripted curriculum or how they how they're rated and a lot of ratings now are have been tied to test scores. Now when it comes to black teachers leaving the profession early, I think it has something to do with it because when One of the reasons that I have stuck around is because I teach a subject that isn't kind of like looked at with, you know, a laser scope focus. Um, African-American history is only a required course for graduation in Philadelphia. So the state doesn't have any state standards or state kind of impositions of what needs to happen in the course. So I'm kind of more free in the sense of what I teach and how I teach and like how I assess But ultimately, a teacher who says a black teacher might be teaching English might be forced to, like, do corrective reading with their 11th grade English class where they're reading something that is, like, culturally inappropriate. And they're not allowed to deviate from that because that's not on the assigned reading list that has been imposed upon them.
2: So I'm curious about the election and what's been happening in your schools and in your classrooms and among your students since then.
3: For the most part, after the election, the next day, I kind of like canceled out what I was planning to do for the day. And we kind of like looked at the election results and kind of like had discussions in different classes surrounding kind of what are the implications of a Trump presidency. So I think for black teachers, I think this is just a perfect opportunity to kind of interrogate those spaces with their students, but also with each other.
2: Christina, what has the election been making you think about in terms of? The importance of race in teaching.
1: As I run into so many uh, students of color, you know, especially immigrant students, Muslim students that I've uh, reported on over the years, and you know, seeing how terrified they are, one thing that's been going through my mind is just a lot of sadness by the fact that we've lost so many black teachers from our classrooms. And you know, in my experience, it was always the it was typically the black teachers who were, you know, their offices are the ones that are always kind of open late and students of color, you know, gather there to ask questions just like they did with Ishmael and ask for advice because they feel like, you know, they have a life behind them, they have uh, experience behind them that can be helpful. And black teachers also bring it to the classroom and they're much more likely to discuss it in a classroom on a, through very personal terms and actually this made me think how you know after I wrote my story there was a study that came out that said that students of all races including white students prefer teachers of color and the researchers didn't know why that's happening but from my reporting I suspect that it is for that reason that teachers like Ishmael they can talk about history and reality uh, through very personal terms and they develop stronger relationships that way and and students trust them and, and believe them on these topics. And uh, I, I'm just very sad right now that, you know, that we've pushed so many of these educators out who would have been great mentors not just to students but also to white teachers who are struggling to root out um, the, the Trump effect in schools and support their students and help them persevere through this wave of um, you know, bigotry and xenophobia.
2: So a last question to each of you, what do you think could be done about this? I mean, how could schools, um, it sounds like the issue is not as much about bringing more black teachers into schools, but really retaining them. Is there some hope? What could be done? What, what could work to turn this around?
1: First of all, if the federal government provides only, you know, 3% of overall education spending and, uh, you know, the new federal law moved a lot of responsibility to the states and local districts. And so I'm really hoping that the states and local districts, with this, you know, flexibility, will review how they've been thinking of school reforms, and you know, get rid of sort of this idea that, you know, you fix schools by um, these turnaround models, you know, that are uh, measuring everything through test scores, and that they really engage with teachers of color uh, and black teachers especially to, you know, give them a seat at the decision making tables and help them devise policies that will actually fix schools because you know those policies should be different uh, in every school because students are different their needs are different and teachers know the best what works to improve schools and i really hope that the last you know 10 years of very little progress will prompt state and local policymakers to give teachers of color a real voice Ishmael, do you have any thoughts
2: on um, how to retain more teachers of color?
3: I would like to see more, um, you know, affordable housing offered to teachers of color around the schools in the neighborhoods that they choose to work in. If you help to provide more affordable housing, because a lot of students, especially black students, leave college with debt and they might be the first or second generation to actually graduate from college but most likely They're coming from a situation where that wealth accumulation over, you know, generations wasn't possible. So therefore, they're responsible for that huge bill as soon as they leave.
0: That was Ishmael Jimenez, a teacher at Kensington Creative and Performing Arts High School in Philadelphia, and Christina Riesga, a reporter with Mother Jones magazine. They were speaking with APM Reports senior producer and correspondent Emily Hanford. You can find a link to Rizka's story, Black Teachers Matter, at our website, apmreports.org. You can also watch the segment about the lack of black male teachers at Montgomery Blair High School, produced by the students. And while you're at the site, you can find other stories about teaching and learning. Check out our documentary, Teaching Teachers, and hear what we can learn from the Japanese about teacher training. That's all at apmreports.org. You can follow us on Twitter at Educate Podcast, and on Facebook, we are Educate.Podcast. We'd love to hear what you think of this work. Send us a note. Contact information is at apmreports.org, or write a review for us on iTunes. Thanks for listening. I'm Stephen Smith. This is APM.